Welcome to the Wizards and Pixie Dust podcast, where we talk about all things related to Disney and Universal with your podcast hosts, Melissa Snyder and Mary Yohannan. Today, we're doing a special podcast on good neighbor hotels around the Walt Disney World Resorts. Hey, Melissa. Hey, this is a great topic. Oh, my goodness. So with some of the hotels or resorts on property still not being opened, right? Right. People have had to look at other places to stay. Right. Right. And um, I, think, I think that's, you know, a good neighbor resort is often the first ask. Yes. So the nice thing is like Disney has recognized that they're, even though they have like over 25 resorts to choose from that sometimes their resorts are sold out right right yeah so or they don't have the room configuration needs and the matching budget needs for a family that wants to go right Ooh, room configuration that's a good one we get that a lot yep yeah if you're a family of five which you are (laughs) yeah exactly experience that you know room configuration is a big deal for us you know gone are the days like when I was growing up my parents used to bring an air mattress and one of us girls one of us three girls would sleep on the floor you know that's just the way it is and you can't do that anymore no well I guess you could still bring an air mattress just deflate it before you leave (laughs) yeah Disney with their tickets, you know, you your tickets that you get for your vacation package are based on the number of bodies in your room. And if your room only sleeps four people and you have five people that, you know, that won't work. They won't let you stay there. Exactly. 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 So Disney was smart and paired with the local, some of the local um, hotels in the area. Mm-hmm. And they do inspections of the hotels. I mean, they really yeah. vet these hotels. Like they do inspections, uh, you know, yeah, every I- so like, we're yeah. not talking like Bob's Motel or like Flamingo, you know, point. We're talking like reputable hotel chains. Like we're talking like Double Tree. I think we have like Hilton's in there, right? I think there's um a good Holiday Inn or, uh, you know, there's just some good standard reliable chains in there that they've partnered with. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So um, we're going to talk about these hotels today because we do get a lot of people who are actually interested in staying close to the resorts and on but it's still technically property but it's not property like it's weird so um like it's technically in the Walt Disney World Resort community right some of them are actually like a hop skip and a jump to downtown Disney exactly I I think some of those are my favorite actually the Disney Springs area um the good neighbor resorts are some of my favorite because you are so close to Disney Springs. It really does make you feel like you're in the magic. So yeah. I, you know, that's usually my first go-to when I'm looking for a good neighbor for a client is I'm looking in the Disney Springs area first, just to see what's available that might meet their needs because you are so close to Disney Springs. Yeah. I like the Disney Springs area too, because a lot of these hotels have shuttles that'll take you over to Disney Springs, exactly. which is great if you can't walk to it if it's a little further or you have mobility issues um they have those shuttles some of them have shuttles to the parks yep which is great um but you know people like to take the shuttle over to disney springs and then get on a bus to get over to the parks or to the other various resorts from there yeah 
Yeah, which I, I think the transportation is huge. I think that's, you know, one of the benefits to staying on a Disney, on, on property at Disney is the transportation. You can't beat the transportation to and from the parks when you're staying on property at Disney. And for there to be something similar offered to guests staying at the Good Neighbor Resorts, I mean, that's just a standout option. Yes, exactly, exactly. So there's the Disney Springs area. Those are part of the Good Neighbors. Yep. There is the Four Seasons Resort. Yep. That is part of, considered to be part of a good neighbor hotel. Now this Four Seasons Resort is like, I have never stayed here, but I'm just inclined to stay here one night <laughs> just because it's it fabulous, right? Yeah, yes. I can't imagine that you would find anything, I, I would think it'd be comparable to some of Walt Disney World's finest accommodations. I think it's better than some yeah. of the deluxe resorts, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. just some of the stuff that they have on property just looks amazing. So this Four Seasons is literally a hop, skip, and a jump right yeah. to the parks, too. Yeah. Um, and it's nice. They have, like, all these amenities and stuff to choose from. So I really like that. The pools are amazing. So we have the Disney Springs. We have the Four Seasons Resort. We have the Bonnet Creek Resorts. Those are really popular. Um, and I think with people who have larger families or for families that might have older children and they might want like individual bedrooms or, you know, something like that um, and more space, I've seen where those have been really advantageous. Yeah, there's two of them that are paired with Disney, the um, Hilton Orlando Bonnet Creek Resort, which one of our agents really likes to stay there a lot. Yep. Um, yeah. They really like it at that resort a lot. They say it's huge. There's plenty of pools. They never feel like they're on top of anybody. Um, very easy to get to Walt Disney World, um, the the parks and everything. Right. Um, so there's that one. And then there's the Waldorf Astoria, Orlando, which is like, if you think of two resorts side by side, these two resorts are side by side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's also the Wyndham Grand Orlando Resort in Bonnet Creek. I know that says that's the Epcot Resort area, but it's still also considered Bonnet Creek area too. Nice. And they and these Bonnet Creek ones also have complimentary shuttle service yeah. to the yeah. Disney theme parks. Yeah. And they're beautiful. They're beautiful accommodations. Yeah. If you're looking for something just like slightly bigger, you know, uh, maybe a kids club, more pools, um, those kinds of things like this is great for that plus i mean these places have a ton of on-site places to eat too right and and sweets with full kitchens too you know yeah yeah these are great bonnet creek is definitely also known for their golf so yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a good area too yeah if your husband likes to golf or you're going down to golf this like the one of the bonnet creek hotels is definitely the place to stay. You know what we forgot to say about the Four Seasons Hotel is that they actually have a character breakfast over here. You're right. I forgot about that. Yes. On Saturdays, they have a character breakfast at Ravello. Um, one of the only, I think it's the only um, Good Neighbor Hotel that has a character breakfast. I think you're right. I, I'm, I'm looking through the list here and I think you're right. I don't think there is another one that has that benefit. 
No, because Swan and Dolphin are not considered good neighbor hotel people. <laughs> which, is, which is, I know, which is, you know, I want to say that that surprises me just as much as it surprises everybody else. And I always have to catch myself when people are saying, I want to stay at the Swan and Dolphin. And I have to stop myself from saying, oh, that's a good neighbor because it's not. It's not. It's not owned by Disney. It's not a good neighbor hotel. So where does it stand? <laughs> I think at different times they have had some perks that were offered to people, Disney people. Um, but it's not, it, it's definitely a different relationship than the good neighbor. Oh my goodness. It is. Well, I mean, yeah, right. Good neighbors are close to property, but not on property. Swan and Dolphin are literally on property right next door to Boardwalk and Yacht Club and Beach Club and Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So, I mean, you take the boats to get to right. Hollywood Studios or Epcot when you're at one of Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. So those are the perks for staying there for sure. Nice. And now they've added Margaritaville Resort Orlando as a good neighbor. Yes. And this is closer to Disney Springs in the ESPN zone that's down right. there. Right. I don't know much about this resort. Do you know much about this resort? Um, so what I've seen when I've been looking for clients is there are, I want to say like rent, it's almost like vacation rentals, but like small on a smaller scale. You know what I mean? Like little homes. Yeah. Nice. Like a big sprawling home you know kind of like almost like a condo style home but sometimes it's multi-level if that makes any sense yeah nice nice yeah, yeah so this is good for like a multi-generational family yeah. who wants to go or right. yeah if it's a girl's trip to rent something here uh wedding parties great for wedding parties right yeah and i've heard the pool there is fantastic yeah i mean i've heard nothing but really good things about this uh margarita yeah Ville Hotel down there. So uh, yeah. maybe we'll have to take a look at it when we go down to Disney. Yeah. Head over there to that. All right. So let's talk about some of the perks because people always say to us, are there perks at staying at a um, good neighbor hotel? Are there yeah. perks? Yeah. And I would say right off the bat, I love that at a good neighbor hotel, it's very similar to Disney's booking policy. You can put your tickets in with your resort accommodations, your hotel accommodations, and you can bundle those together and you can pay the $200 deposit, which is the same that you'd be paying for a Disney resort to reserve your stay. So I, I think Disney has one of the best deposit and refund and cancellation policies out there. Um, so I love that for those good neighbor hotels, you know, this is similar. This is similarly an option for guests staying at at those hotels that they have that option of a $200 deposit for both their, their room and their tickets. They don't have to pay the first night stay or pay for all of their tickets up front. You know, they have that $200 deposit just to hold everything. You know, um, unfortunately you can't add memory maker in with that. That has to be a separate purchase, but you know, that's not hard to do and easy for agents to handle very quickly, almost like it was all bundled together. So. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, fast passes, fast passes. So I, historically, I mean, I guess we could talk historically, right? Like <laughs> pre-COVID you used to be able to make fast passes at the 60 day mark, right? Well, it was 30 days there for a while. Then they switched to 60 days. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. 
but that was pre-COVID. So if fast passes come back, who knows if they'll do that part again to allow fast passes, but that's a nice perk. It was a great perk. Yeah. Fantastic perk because you have 30 days on everybody else who's just get you know, who isn't staying on, on property or isn't staying at a good neighbor resort, or maybe it's just going for, you know, as a resident going for the day. Like that's a huge advantage, 30 days for getting on seven doors mine train. Exactly. Exactly. So that was nice to be able to make fast passes as well, transportation to and from. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, that's nice as well. And then, okay, this is confusing to me, but you can get a quick service dining card when staying right. at some of these properties, right? Some of them, right? And it's not to be confused with the quick service dining plan because unfortunately, if you are staying at a good neighbor hotel, you cannot add a dining plan to your package. So you can't add the Disney dining plan or the deluxe dining plan or the quick service dining plan. But right. for some of the good neighbor accommodations, they offer a quick service dining card. And it's a, it's a card that is preloaded with a certain dollar amount based on the number of days that you purchase. And you were able to use it at select quick service dining locations. So they do specify select. So that to me says that not every quick service dining location, um, and it helps you cover the cost of your food. And in theory, if you're purchasing this ahead of time, um, the value of this card is actually you're, you are going to be saving money by purchasing this card and purchasing your quick service food using it because you're getting basically more for your money by purchasing this card in advance versus just paying for it as you go. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. So it's just, yeah, a set amount onto the card. And then everybody though in the room has to be on the say on the plan. Like right. it can't be like, oh, well, only two of us out of the four of us are going to be, everybody in the room has to be on the plan or they're not all right. on the plan. Yeah. Right. And this is something too, that even though the dining plans are, are you know, temporarily, or they're not, not available currently because of COVID, the quick service dining card at the Good Neighbor Hotels, if it is available at your, at your particular hotel, it is still an option. So it's something that can still be purchased even now, you know, as Disney still doesn't have everything hundred percent open yet. Yeah which is nice. So yeah. some of the downfalls though, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't redeem this gift card at the various hotels that you're staying at though, at those restaurants. Yeah. That's see that to me that that's, I don't, that's the part where I struggle with this. Um, because I would think that that would be one of the main advantages would be able to eat at your particular hotel. However, um, in thinking about it, if they do have restaurant chains that are not specifically Disney because these aren't technically Disney property, it's possible that that is the, the reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that to me is like, okay, I really like the idea of the dining card though. Like, but yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you're, if you're, especially if you're somewhere at like a Disney Springs area resort, Disney Springs has many quick service places that are on the dining plan or that, yeah. or, you know, are Disney, I'm sorry, that are Disney and would be potentially covered by this dining card it's just a matter of finding the specific ones so yeah exactly exactly but I think that's something like your agent could help you do oh yeah for sure and it doesn't seem like uh you know since there is a monetary value on the card it almost seems as if like uh if you don't end up using all of it in a trip you just yeah. have it on the card then right like it's just literally a dine gift card yeah so I don't see anything about expiration on there or anything, which is interesting. 
Yeah. Was. I don't know. So that's another nice little perk. Like, especially right now, yeah. uh, that dining card is still available for guests staying at those resorts, even though the dining quick service or the dining Disney dining plans are not available still. Right. Right. Which is good. And I mean, there's not, I mean, I think a lot of table service options like character dining, you know, since a lot of those aren't open, um, people are gravitating more towards quick service. So this really fits with the, you know, the current climate and the needs that people have right now. So yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice. Awesome. So is there anything else about the good neighbor hotels that you would recommend or you have thought of? I mean, I just think, you know, if you're, if you have a larger family, um, you know, standard rooms at Disney sleep four people. So if you have more than four people, um, depending on what your space needs are, sometimes a good neighbor hotel is a good option because you can fit more than, you know, four people in a room. And there are some resorts that fit five people like moderates, you know, the Port Orleans, um, Riverside being one of them will fit, you know, the five people, they have that kind of pull down bed that gives you the fifth room, the fifth sleeper, Mm -hmm. um, but not every resort, especially some of the value, like will accommodate five people. Um, you have to bump up to some kind of suite or get an additional room and that's a hefty price increase. So, you know, a good neighbor hotel can be really a great budget option, but still have some of those great perks that people enjoy by staying on Disney property. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Nice. All right. So that was all of our information that we have on all the good neighbor hotels at Walt Disney World Resorts. Um, Disneyland has a whole bunch of good neighbor resorts, which we'll talk about in another podcast for sure, because that's a whole other one to talk about as well. Um, But in the meantime, make sure to head over to our social medias and like, subscribe to Wizards and Pixie Dust on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple. Uh, We have a couple five-star reviews on Apple from our podcast listeners, and we like to give a shout out to those who leave reviews for us. Thanks for listening today, guys, and we hope you got a lot of great information from this. Thank you. Have a great week.